Greetings and welcome to Helping Challenging Children, a podcast for those who want to better understand the challenges children face and how to help them thrive. This is the start of season two and I'm changing it up a little bit based on feedback I had from season one. I'm still going to have uh, this podcast uh, once a week, uh, but I'm also going to have a premiere subscription podcast where twice a month I will go deep into one of the subjects of the month. Today I'm going to start talking about foster care and challenging children. Caring for children in need is as old as the Old Testament and the Talmud. The Christian church also provided for children in need by placing them with worthy widows and having the congregation pay, uh, pay her through their collections. In the 1500s, there was a shift from putting children into what were called almshouses or poorhouses. Instead, they were placed with families as indentured servants. This was seen as preferable since it gave the children uh, usable trades, which the poorhouses did not. Removing them from poorhouses did decrease their interaction with adults who might have been dangerous too. It did not, however, protect them from abuses by their employers slash families. Various forms of this type of care actually existed until the early 1900s. In the early 1800s, there began to be the building of orphanages. This was an alternative to having children in the poorhouses. Parents who couldn't care for their children began bringing their children to the orphanages since they felt they were safer than in the poorhouses. The mission of the orphanages were to feed, house, and educate the children. Parents could retrieve their children when they felt they could care for them again. In 1853, Charles Loring Brace, a minister and director of the New York Children's Aid Society, pioneered what is now the current foster care movement. Children were placed in homes around the country for free. Some still were in indentured servant situations, but many were taken on as a charitable move. This then led to the development of social service agencies and the government working to expand the concept of putting children in the homes of families and providing them with a stipend to care for these children. Eventually, there were requirements for foster parents to be licensed. At the end of World War II, The U.S. shifted its focus from the orphanage institutions into what is more commonly seen now in the foster care system. This would be a combination of foster families, group homes, and institutions. While children were cared by society for thousands of years, the reasons became more clear as to why society was needed as the current foster system developed. It became important to understand what social service agencies and the government did not want um, was to take children from their families. Rather, they believed that they wanted to to reunite them with their families when the needs were taken care of from the parents' side. Currently, around 108 children and adolescents per year enter the foster care system. When you look over the lifetime from birth to 18 years of age, this means that one child in 17 will enter foster care at some point. But there have been a number of reasons, looking at the physical and emotional health of children, which have become factors looked at for the removal from the family and placement of foster care. The, reason children's, the reasons 
children and adolescents are placed in foster care are neglect, parental drug or alcohol abuse, caregiver inability to cope, physical abuse, sexual abuse, homelessness, child behavior problems, abandonment, parent incarceration, or the parent dying. Is it important to understand why a child has been removed? Definitely. Whether a child enters foster care or not, one in eight will experience neglect or abuse by the age of 18. Research over the last couple of decades has revealed lifelong physical and emotional problems for children who are victims or witnesses to violence and abuse. Finding a safe situation for them to live in with nurturing adults can help to heal the damage. But as we are learning, just changing homes is not enough. About one in three children in foster care have significant problems in the following areas. Developmental delays, emotional problems, behavioral problems, or chronic physical problems. Most of these children had not received the health care they needed in their birth home to address these problems. They need help getting assessments for all of these areas, along with development of a health care management plan so that they no longer fall through the cracks. These assessments take time to obtain, however, with many of these children move from home to home before the assessments can be done. Almost one half of the children put into foster care are out again in less than a year. Two out of every five will be in foster care for one to three years. One child in 33 will age out of the system as they turn 18 that year. There are still many gaps for helping these children adolescents both while in foster care and when they, when they leave, either through reunification with their birth parents, adoption, moving to a different agency, or aging out. Reunification is the ultimate goal when a child is removed from their birth home. Reports have shown that this occurs in seven out of 10 cases. But in one in 14 of these children, they will re-enter foster care within 12 months. The most common reasons that reunification doesn't work are being placed in kinship care, spending longer time in care or experiencing more placements, being African-American, having health, mental health, or behavioral problems in the child, coming from a single parent family, or receiving an initial placement in a group home or emergency, emergency shelter. For many reasons, there are foster children who become eligible for adoption. Around one in four children will be adopted. Another one in 10 will end up in a guardianship setting. This could be a relative such as a grandparent. The child still has a legal connection to his parents, but the guardian makes all the decisions regarding the child. The third way that children or adolescents leave foster care is by aging out, usually at the age of 18. This can be a problem for many since not all counties or states have programs to support these youth. When looking at them, the outcome for many is as noted. Almost one in five will be homeless immediately. Seven out of 10 girls will end up pregnant before they turn 21. Three out of five will end up in the sex industry one out of four would deal with PTSD. 
and four out of five will deal with significant mental health issues compared to non-foster youth, which is at one in five. The long-term outcome for children who spend time in foster care is not as positive as children who never entered the system. Much of this is due to the continued learning about the effects of the reasons they entered the system. There is also the issue related to providing mental health, developmental, and learning services to help close the gap compared to their non-affected peers. Currently, we say that all these children will be housed, fed, and provided with clothing. But we haven't reached the stage where interventions to counter the effect of abuse, neglect, or abandonment are sufficient to help them enter adulthood with physical and psychological health. This is where you come in. Take a moment to look at how your community, county, state, or for those outside of the U.S., how your country addresses the needs of children and adolescents. Find out where the gaps are and advocate for the government to budget for services at the level needed to truly turn around the lives of these youth. Otherwise, they will be the next generation to fail to meet the needs of their community and will likely have their children enter the foster care system also. If you would like to go deeper into understanding foster children in the system they live in, join me on my premium subscription podcast, Digging Deeper to Help Challenging Children. It will be available starting on September 1st, 2021, and you can subscribe by going to https colon double forward dash bit dot ly slash three capital B as in Bob, nine small a as in Andrew, capital C like in Charlie, small m like Mary, five. So three capital B, nine, A, capital C, M, five. I hope you enjoyed this and look forward to giving you some more information about challenging children next week. Thank you.